Montero, and this is my life, yo. This is a podcast where I talk with a raspy voice because I've been talking for like seven days straight. And uh, today, I'm talking to my friend, John Edward Heath. That's you. That's me. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and jump right in. Uh, we don't know each other at all. We don't. We've known, maybe uh, waved at each other like seven times. and uh, More than that, I'm going to have to... Okay, you're gonna have to go that, to school. That's your, true. That's your counting true. skills are not there. Uh, that, that is that is very true. That's very true. I figured seven days, seven waves. So you thought it right. was once, just once every per day. day. Yeah, that's no, not how this friendship was, started. That, that's true. It was. It started with those fans us, that I was about to yes, throw away. We we've been chasing you down with our promotional fans for days, for what seems like months. Yes, at this yes, point. yes. But uh, yeah, we had a chance to talk for a second, and I thought you were super cool. Your story is awesome, and uh, I respect what you do a lot and it's not just because you're bigger and stronger than me and i'm scared of you a little bit <laughs> it's mostly just because uh being in this like crossfit world for you know the short period of time that i have been i've been finding like cool people and connecting with them and i think that's awesome because uh you know i i think my first impression or my first not even impression but like my first like assumption of the CrossFit world was like, I'm probably going to get beat up a lot and people are going to make fun of me for being the fat guy at the CrossFit event. You know what I mean? That didn't happen though. It didn't happen. Everybody was super cool. And, uh, I think, uh, you're a big, uh, like a good representation of like the cool people that are in this world. Yes. So, um, how did you even get involved in this in the beginning? So ironically backstory for me, I've weightlifted for 17 years. Um, before my amputation, I was actually 275 pounds, 12% body fat. Hell yeah. So I was a big ball of muscle. I was known for my big quads, short shorts. You know, that was the whole identity at that point. That's a great thing to be known for. I know. Uh, <laughs> so then after that, I lost my leg two years ago. My coach is Sonny Webster, uh, one of the big, big Olympic weightlifting guy on social media um, and, and the UK. He was the one who told me to get into CrossFit at the time when I was 275. I was like, dude, I don't want to run. Like, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> And uh, so my goal was to be the first amputee Olympic weightlifter. It's a lot more political than that. The Paralympics has weight power lifting, uh -huh. but it's it's the bench press event. And I, that's just not my passion. Uh, 60 days post amputation, I did a qualifier. I ended up like 14 out of 54. And then that's it insane. was just like what started the journey. And then my first year in CrossFit, I made it to the Adaptive CrossFit Games, which is known as the Wheelwad Games. And here we are. Now I'm I'm seven Dude. days caffeined out uh, <laughs> doing interviews and taking pictures and having conversations and ironically becoming one of the faces of adaptive sports. So. Dude, that's so sick. That's that. <laughs> I, I like I can't even like process that whole journey, you know, because I'm just like um, like music background and art yeah. background yeah, and i'm yeah, just yeah. like you know uh sit in front of my desk kind of dude but uh i think like seeing seeing like what people do here and everything is like super inspiring like i don't uh not not inspiring enough that i'm gonna be like 275 you know well i'm short as fuck so i'm never gonna be <laughs> you know that or whatever but like you know just doing what i can do and just like getting a little bit better and being a little bit healthier and things like that and it's like there's not a huge gap between what we do because it's all about like a mental thing, right? 100%. Like it's all, it's all about like what your goals are and what you're willing to do to get there. And I think that that mentality applies across the board. And I think that like mental health is something that's like important in all of that as well. Absolutely. So I started therapy recently, or I started back therapy, I should say. Okay. And it's been pretty rad. And I feel like I have a lot of friends who are like, um, 
hey that's really cool i'm really like that i'm glad you're doing that and i'm like well what about you bro like Mm -hmm. nope like i feel like there's such a huge stigma and like people don't um I don't know. People feel weird about it. like they 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 know that they need it. They know that I think they want to. But you know when down. it's cool though, when you like share the motivational mental health stuff on Instagram. Yeah. Or like when you're like check on your buddy. Yeah, like, yeah. That's when it's cool. But in reality, like I feel like there's no fall. There's no follow through. No, for sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying. And and I think a lot of people will like. Um, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. Like they'll they'll be like, dude, that's really dope what you're doing. And I I think that's cool. And, and but then they're like it's not cool enough for them to do it. And it's like, it's so weird because like, I feel like more and more people are being more like open about it and more like, uh, you know, just kind of like, I'm kind of like pushing more people to like do something. And like, I do make posts like that. And, but I try to be as transparent as possible about like, I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm also just trying to do my best. Hundred percent. And I think I think I think having conversations about it is super important too. So when you were telling me that you know you are also like an advocate for mental health and things like that, like I thought that was super dope and like a great way to connect for sure. Hundred percent. And I think I think the difference for me is is explaining exactly what you said. Like I'm extremely transparent. My life is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I get to come to these events. People know who I am. God's given me a platform that I would have never imagined. You know, I'm a foster kid. Like there's just a lot of my story. However, I'm not always happy. Right. And, and we have this tendency of having this transparent Instagram life of like taking that million dollar picture. Yeah. When in reality, you're not feeling that way. You'll Google a quote and you know, that's what makes you whatever. For me, I think that we go on this healing journey. Like you're going through therapy. Yeah. Don't, water that down right like that is that is something massive but i think what we do is like we we think we heal mm-hmm. and then it's like that's it that's like it. you you're like if you lose weight right they're like i lost weight and then that's it it's exactly. not it can come back yeah why is it that we take like if you want to be healthy you eat healthier right right if you want to be like physically fit you work on that every day in the gym right you want to be spiritually fit you go to church and you read the bible yeah why is it that mental health isn't treated right. like any of the these other entities that it's an everyday thing Absolutely. to get better at and yeah. i think that that's the difference between me because i'm gonna tell you like if i'm having a day mm-hmm. like right now what i'm affected on is like i give you guys props because as an athlete i come here compete and the only person i'm worried about is myself and my dog right right you're here, adorable dog. my adorable dog <laughs> and uh so for me being here seven days and doing what you guys have been doing, I haven't been this exhausted since I was in the military. <laughs> yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's absolutely. the thing is like coming here, showing face and like being, you know, I have to be a people person. Yeah. But there are moments where like I'm overwhelmed and right. I tell my friends like, Hey, I got to go. Like I'll leave for an hour, come back sure. and like recompose myself. So I don't, I keep it as real as possible. Yeah. I'm absolutely. not perfect. I have my days. Yeah. I wake up depressed. There's songs that, you know, trigger my anxiety yeah. my ptsd my depression and i just think those are the things that are extremely important to be honest about yeah absolutely and i think i think like for us um so we we all kind of like a music background so uh anthony of Unamas, like we met because of music okay. and we were like the weird kids making weird music you know it was like talking about feelings and stuff 
And uh, we would do like tours yeah. and we would be on the road doing this for like months at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we are like well trained for this. Like that, this kind of part of this is our world. <laughs> and it's so like y'all are thriving, is what you're <laughs> absolutely, telling me. Absolutely, absolutely. Share the secrets. <laughs> the the secret the secrets, the, the <laughs> secrets to uh maintaining through all of this yeah. is having the like uh the toughest skin possible because asking people you know, for seven days straight, if they want to take a fan and like 50% of them don't even acknowledge that you're yeah. a human and they yeah. just walk right past you and you just have to be like, cool, thanks, buddy. Like, yeah. you know, enjoy your day. That's all. You just got to keep it moving literally every single second of your existence. And <laughs> that's that's what we do. That's that's what we've learned to do. And, I, you know, that's I, I think that's helped us across the journey from music through art through business yeah. and, you know, every every little thing that we do, it's all about just like just trying a little bit harder every day. And and actually that's the philosophy of Unamas, you know, just like do just keep doing one more until you've reached your goal. But that's just not fitness, man. That's everything. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. So I, I've I have a lot of background. My best friend committed suicide in twenty eighteen and then two days later or two years later my partner committed suicide. So like yeah. mental health is is not it's 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 something I do and and live and speak every day. Yeah. The hardest thing for me is like as somebody who's missing a limb, nobody really wants to tell me their problems. Right. Nobody wants to tell me their journey. Like if we're talking, you know, yeah, I get it. I'm an elite athlete, whatever. But the average person doesn't want to work out with me. That's not what it's about. Right. Like it's about doing that one more rep. It's about doing that like like one more mentally could be what saves you from committing suicide. A hundred percent. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like that, that one more saying hi to someone, like you're saying people don't acknowledge, like yeah. that one more being kind could be so much more. So it's not just about uno mas and fitness, yeah. right? It's not just uno mas rep. It's not just, it, I think that the uno mas, and for those that don't speak Spanish, that's one more. Right. I speak multiple languages, no big deal. <laughs> um, flex. It's a flex, right? <laughs> um, I think that it just really pertains to whatever it is that you do. Dude, 100%. You know, and, and that, that's, I think that that's what, you guys have a very powerful thing to transition that into a thought process because what happens is the lost translation in CrossFit is that this is CrossFit. Right. When in reality, CrossFit's a community, CrossFit's a lifestyle. So can your brand, yeah. so can the community, so can everything else that you're doing. Dude, and you nailed it on the head because when Anthony came to me, but the we we started with just the kettlebell skull drawing for a shirt for him because but he not the one he it. drew right <laughs> not his version <laughs> he came to me and said uh, hey can you make this a little better please right 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 and so but originally it was just the graphic on a shirt because he wanted to wear it right? right but then but like immediately when we started talking he was like well when we started talking about building it out into the brand he was like I already have this idea this thought process uno mas and it wasn't about specifically the CrossFit world, anything like that. It was literally just this. I have this idea because this is the, the philosophy that I live by. And it was like about like skating, snowboarding uh, and, then, and everything else. So your whole, uh, you know, positive mental attitude towards reaching your goals and just mm -hmm. being, you know, happy with your life and stuff like that. So it's exactly that's exactly the thought process behind what we do. That's awesome. No, yeah. seriously. And I, like I said, you guys have a very powerful thing. Don't lose it. I think we lose translation. It's the same thing with like hero wads. I've emphasized a lot of people are like when they do Murph, right? It, oh, my Murph time is this. That's not what Murph is about. Right. Murph is about reflecting on the, those that gave the ultimate sacrifice. So at some point within CrossFit, I think we lose translation, whether it's who's the fittest, who does the most pull-ups, who does the fastest Fran or Helen or whatever. 
it's it, sometimes it, you got to just really taper back and just do the principle and the concept behind it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I think connecting with people like you who understand that is like super easy to do here because when when people who get that come by our area, they come in, they start talking to us, they you know, they they ask they ask about us like what's the idea behind this? We start talking and they're just like, "Dude, we love that. This is so cool. Like this is what we're here for." And that that makes us feel like super cool, you know, it's because like it's relatability, though. Right. And the thing about it is like I may not like your story of losing weight. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I may not know what it is to lose weight at that caliber. Uh -huh. However, I went from being an Olympic weightlifter to a Paralympic track and right. track and field athlete to CrossFit. Yeah. Going from 275 to 215 was not an easy journey. Right. Right. Like losing muscle is extremely yeah. hard. But I related to your story. And I think that we lose relatability. Relatability is what has helped me expand like like talking to people and like uh -huh. connecting with people because of my crazy my story is so crazy yeah. <laughs> and it's just it, it, it revolves around so many things that i relate to people that i think the easiest thing is that yeah is, is something so little can have such a big impact absolutely absolutely and i think that's cool i'm glad we connected because i feel like you know just talking to you for 10 minutes like <laughs> super inspiring i appreciate I it super super cool person and i just want to say whether you wanted it or not you've, <laughs> you've got a new fan i appreciate that <laughs> hell yeah this is this was really great thank you so much for taking the time of and course thank, thank you all for checking out the podcast like always thank you for checking out the videos everything all that stuff and like always we'll catch you on the next one bye